everyone. Welcome back to Rally Caps. It's a podcast for artists, entrepreneurs, and everybody in between. I'm Steven. And I'm Eric. And we're going to talk about a film premiere, our first red carpet event, technically, that we went to in LA this last weekend. It's pretty cool. Pretty cool. But first, before we talk about it, we're in the blanket fort still. We're back in ye old blanket fort. How long are we going to be in the blanket fort, Steven? Probably longer than we want to be. <laughs> If we're being honest about it, longer than we want to be. Because you're going to Italy for two weeks. Yeah, we leave We leave in three weeks for two weeks. And when we get back, it'll basically be April. So I'll just <sighs> finish the whole studio by the time you get back. Be like, surprise. Oh, wow. That would be incredible to I think walk it'd be in, in here. I think it'd be incredible, but you'd also be really pissed because you're like, I didn't want that creative <laughs> choice. And you're like, why did you do it that way? I'm like, because I thought I could. Why did you repaint the floors? You painted them back to the bluey. <laughs> uh, so we, what did we talk about last episode? So last episode, I believe, was you and I and Gene talking about the music bed trip. Okay. Yeah. So they, we did talk about that. We did. So we talked about cutting that first trailer together. Yes. But we were in the process of refining it, making it better. Yes. Okay. Correct. So it was a lot better. <laughs> So much better. Yeah, we, we played that trailer that we cut in like 24, 36 hours in Texas for Music Bed. Played that one. It was pretty good. Nice little taste. Came back from that trip, refined the heck out of it. Basically made a brand new trailer. It's Yeah, yeah. it's entirely different. Yeah. And love that one. About like three minutes. Yeah. Kind of like a longer teaser into the doc. And premiered it at Sam Newton's Film Festival in LA. Pretty cool. It was wild. Fever dream of a trip, 24-hour trip, yeah. four-hour flight from Chicago, three hours back with the tailwind. But yeah. I don't know if I've ever gone on a trip that quickly, like across the country. I think that was the, the fact, like I've, I've been to New York for like in 36 hours yep. today, but never like, we were there literally less than 24 hours. We were, we were feet on the ground in LA for 21 hours and then <laughs> seven hours of flying to do that. Yeah. I think that, I, I agree. I think that's the most flying I've done for the shortest amount of time somewhere. To be at a place. Yeah. Yeah. I did 24 hours in Boston this past August, but that's a two hour flight. I can't go anywhere these days without getting sick. Like every time. And I think- Did you get sick on this trip? Yeah. You, you weren't sick before? No. No, I felt it on the plane ride as we landed, as we got in LA. I was like, oh, I don't feel so great. I think it's just the comp. It's <laughs> That sucks. Well, it's the combo of me marathon, intensely marathon training. Oh, yeah. And then flying. That's, yeah. It's just, my body's like, nope. You, nope, nope, nope. <laughs> you ran 36 miles in 36 hours and then hopped onto a four hour flight. That sucks. 18 that morning. That is so bad. No, dude, I'm going to. Crush my goal. You will. You have to. You have to be a psychopath to like yeah. meet those goals. Maybe maybe fly less. <laughs> That's the goal of the next three, four months. I think That's so brutal. Okay, but I, okay. This is this is sort of in line with what we're gonna talk about. Uh, because people would look at a trip like this and say, You're really crazy for doing it. Uh-huh. I personally uh subscribe to the idea that you have to have a little bit of crazy to be successful. Mm -hmm. Like you have to have kind of that edge of someone going like, why on earth would you do that? Yeah. So I think that's where there's a huge correlation in running and training for long distances mm. and building a business mm. because you, I, I try like 
I love oversharing my life with my friends just because I like it. If I'm passionate about it, it just kind of bubbles over and I can't, I just can't resist. I've been trying to practice more, um, just reserving that stuff, really only answering when I'm asked. But recently people have been asking, you know, how, how many miles did you run the past two, three days? I'll share it. And usually the response is like, that's psychotic. Mm -hmm. Okay. But a lot of people aren't recognizing the years four or five years of building to that kind of volume of running. And I think the same goes for business and that like we are, Almost there. Thoughts and prayers. <clears throat> I wonder if that's picked up in the mics. It might not be. We'll find out. <laughs> <clears throat> Sorry. Sirens outside. <laughs> Similarly, we are so experienced with travel and flying yeah. and, and doing that frequently at this point that a quick 24-hour trip and not making more of it, actually. Like, we saw the benefit of doing that, even though some people would be like, why on earth would you only spend 21 hours in LA of all places where you can make connections, all this stuff? Um, so yeah, I think, I think it'd be cool to kind of unpack yeah. that idea. Like why, why did we choose to do that? I think it's two or threefold. But. Yeah. We spend so much time away from home that for us, it's more of a benefit to make the trip quick and mm -hmm. come back home and have stability, security, time with family rather than try to, kind of almost like not intentionally extend the trip. Like we could have found people to hang out with things to do uh, like videos to make or like yep. different photo walks to go on or like just, you know, connections and things that we could build, but I, we didn't need to. And we were really going out explicitly to air this trailer. And to us, there's more value to just make that the focus rather than overextend ourselves and try to make it like a three, four day trip and, you know, do more with it because we're already doing a lot and mm. it's kind of a good time to practice like not overextending ourselves and being reserved with what we put our energy into. And so when this trip became a very focused 24 hours, we're going to premiere the first trailer to a crowd of people. That's the explicit purpose. We're doing that. We're putting all of our time, all of our energy into that. Let's do that to our best of our ability and then get home as quickly as possible. And that's a good investment for us too, mm -hmm. because no one's really seen anything outside of a couple of our friends at music bed and they haven't even seen this trailer. So being able to premiere something for the biggest project of our lives to a room of 350 people and see their reactions and then talk with them afterwards was so rewarding. And in a sense, kind of, I think at least lit a fire under us to get back home mm. and be excited about editing the full thing. Yeah. And I mean, to, to talk about being experienced travelers and stuff, I booked that flight on points and it just felt like, okay, yeah, that's a great, that's a great use of time and not even money really. Like we split it with our buddy Levi, we split a, hot, a hotel room for just one night. And mm -hmm. like, it was actually a pretty inexpensive trip. Um, you know, when all said and done mm -hmm. and Again, yeah, just an invaluable experience to even I walk I walked away from from it with you know a handful of of interactions and DMs afterwards mm -hmm. and follow ups and probably going to hang out with one of those people in August when they're in Chicago and you never know who you're going to connect with in an, uh, a moment like that and then 
when the documentary actually comes out and all those people who saw the trailer for it, they're going to be very inclined to want to watch it and share it. Yep. And so it is just kind of that PR, um, and especially with Canon being there too, and yeah. us like recently getting a DM from a Canon uh, employee. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, well, there's those connections as well. And <laughs> I meant to say this off the top, like we also love Sam. <laughs> And wanted to celebrate his birthday. Yeah, it was his <laughs> birthday party. Like he turned 29 for the festival. Like that was on, like reason number one because he texted you. He was like, do you want to show something for my birthday party? We're yeah. like, heck yeah, we do. That yeah. sounds fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a legend. But I mean, at the same time, like he knows what he's doing. Like he's providing this opportunity for his creative friends to showcase what they've worked on. Yeah. Which in and of itself is, um, I think, really humble too. Like to be able to share in that way yeah of course it's you know you know it's um sponsored by canon and it's like this really cool event and totally beneficial for his own brand and you know name and everything but also to share that stage with a bunch of other people yeah uh, was was a really cool experience as well i mean to give most of the night of his birthday over to the films that other people made and to use his platform as a way to just amplify other people's voices is really cool Mm -hmm. you don't see a ton of people doing that especially for in-person events like being able to get a room of people together to watch films in a room and have that like audience participation that comes with like the magic of Mm -hmm. watching movies in a place together is is super cool and I love that he's been doing it and scaling it up too like he's like at the event he's like the first time we did this four years ago bought a Costco TV (laughs) returned it the next day just did this in like my basement just to again like share the experience of like watching something collectively to think that four years ago it was that and now it was like I don't even know how big that projector was it's like that room 350 people Canon's partnered with him on the project like that's incredible to see him scale it to that degree and I can only imagine what it'll be like next year too yeah and you see a lot of you can see other people kind of taking a selfish approach of you know only showcasing their own film like yeah that Jerk, Danny Gavertz. <laughs> you know, like, he's just like, look at my, look at, I'm going to make this event and it's only going to be about me. Just me. That, that's probably- Nobody else. <laughs> look at my movie I made. It was so cool. That's, that's probably the first time anyone said the sentence, that jerk, Danny Gavertz. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you heard the sarcasm in my voice. He's the most lovely human on the planet. He absolutely is. And it's going to be a showcase of his entire team working on his first feature film, which is going to be absolutely insane. So epic. This yeah. uh, spring into summer. Yeah. Which we're very excited about. He's yeah. doing a Chicago premiere. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wednesday, May 17th. At the Davis Theater. Is this? Yeah. Da- it's, it, it's public information. I think think so <laughs> i love to so. double check yeah wait you got because you got an email about it right <laughs> yeah but it's only for the people who like funded the project oh so i don't know yeah. if it's like open information to the public yet well this if it's not then we will blur all this out yeah or by the time that this episode actually goes live maybe he'll have it mentioned might, all of it it might be public maybe we'll find but out <laughs> anyway <laughs> if it is or isn't public information and you're in the midwest please come out to that premiere yes. uh, with Danny Gavertz. We'll, we will most definitely be there mm-hmm. for I Think I'm Sick, his feature film. Uh, it is so weird to start getting into this world of premieres. Yes. Like, we just went to this event. We're going to Danny's event. We are going to be doing our own at the documentary later mm-hmm. this year in multiple cities, we'll like most likely. Probably do one for Jay's film that we'll be yeah. DPing at yeah. some point as well. Yeah. It's kind of fun. Pretty cool. Kind of. I kind of want to get used to it. Yeah. I, it's It's... 
it's very, very fun. Very different feeling yeah. of uh, going places and the in-person experience of sharing that versus just posting it to YouTube and getting a bunch of comments. Yep. Very, very different experience. It feels so much more holistic, so much better to like hear real people talk about their excitement of it, what they liked about it, all that good stuff. I just I can't wait to see what it's like when in the full film in its entirety is watched, consumed, and then, you know, their thoughts after that. It's going to be wild. I think the Q&A is after all the in-person oh, premieres yeah. will be pretty special. For sure. Being able to share that with people will be yeah. really, really fun. So, yeah, I, uh, I really hope this becomes a, a regular thing for us going forward. I would love to start doing some of our own. Like, why not yeah. utilize the space we have in our own studio to do something like that? It's not going to be 350 people, but, but we could yeah. we could also host something at a local theater, like like the Davis Theater or Music Box or yep. one of those. Even if like Music Box, their small theater is like 70 people. Like, yeah, I feel we could easily fill that. Totally, you know. Um, hmm. And then, yeah, do something collaborative like that. Maybe it's all of the films we made recently. We open it up to you know some friends in our. Circles in Chicago could be really sweet as well. You hear that, Canon? Oh. We're doing our film festival now. Ooh. <laughs> that ooh. would be really fun. Yeah. That would be very fun. That, ooh, okay. Would you want to go back to Sam's next year if we get invited? Absolutely, yeah. It, if it, if, if you'll have fuel, us. Well, it was like everybody released a short film, yeah. and we were the only ones that released a trailer. <laughs> so I think it was kind of confusing. I think people were like, wait, what? Yeah. There's like no like actual story. Yeah. Why does it say coming soon? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then, yeah, Sam was like, hey, when's that coming out? I was like, uh, summer or fall. And everyone was like, what? Like, <laughs> Oh, it's a feature. It's a feature-length documentary. Yeah. That was not the whole thing. <laughs> we know there's no conclusion. <laughs> we get it. Yeah. No, if he has us back, I would absolutely love to do like a short film specifically for that event. I think that'd be super fun. A comedy or a drama would be awesome. Yes. Yeah. It would. It's also going to be his thirtieth next year. Oh snap! So that's exciting. Old man Sam. Maybe. If, if he doesn't invite us to premiere something, we just got to buy tickets and attend. And just go. And just hang. Because <laughs> yeah. that'll be super fun. Yeah. There's no way he's turning 30. Yeah, that's... Dude's, that's, got, dude's got the youthfulness of a... 18-year-old. 18-year-old? Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So energetic. Yeah. So fun. So loving. Such a good guy. We love you, Sam. Love also, you. we've interviewed him on Rally Caps yeah. before. It was like about a year ago, I think. Uh -huh. You can go back in the archive and find that episode. In L.A.? In, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, it was at his old apartment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I forgot about that. On our way back from Maui. Mm -hmm. It feels like a lifetime ago. Memories. Holy dang. So, yeah, we had a pretty great weekend premiering a trailer for our movie. I'm so excited to be back home for a while. Yeah. You got it. You're going to go I, again. Yeah, three weeks from today. <laughs> so It never stops for you. No, it doesn't. <laughs> I have been, on, on that note, though, been really, really uh, grateful for the amount of people that have reached out to us saying they want to come visit us here. Yes. More of that, please. Yeah. I, we, I will host the heck out of you. Come here to Chicago so I don't have to fly somewhere. Yeah. I am really overflying right now and travel in general. So That's more be, people coming to it's here. Give me another, it's going to be another huge benefit of finishing the spaces because once they're like fully, fully furnished and we mm -hmm. can host events and, mm -hmm. you know, have a studio that it can be shown and showed off. I think that's when people are going to be more inclined to want to come here and like actually see the thing mm -hmm. and how the pasta's made. <laughs> that's not right. No. Did you did you 
avoid saying how the sausage is made because oh, that's what it is. Because I'm a vegetarian. vegetarian. That's kind to of you. I You're like right. that. Yeah. That's exactly why I did it. I, I knew. Yeah. I knew. Yeah. See how the salmon is made. <laughs> it starts like a little egg. You're a pescatarian, not a vegetarian. Yeah. Sorry, Presbyterian. Oh, you. Hmm? Episcopalian. Episcopalian. <laughs> Derailed. <laughs> Derailed. Get it. There it is. There. <laughs> That took way too. The, I need the to crickets better. needed crickets. I need better. <laughs> I need to get better at that. I wish we could enlarge the text on there as well. Yeah, it's really hard to read. There's tiny little boxes about what noise sound pad makes what noise. Yeah. If you're still listening, we love you. <laughs> <laughs> we generally just do uncut episodes, and I think we'll just stick true to that for this one too yeah <laughs> front to back okay all right so to kind of maybe oh yeah no no you go i was gonna say to maybe uh kind of get more towards the end of the episode talking doc stuff first trailer is cut will we release that one online anywhere still don't know yeah yeah i would love to i really want to share that but i i'm so bad at oversharing <laughs> so there's part of me that just wants to like keep it close to our chest, uh, sit on it for a while, mm-hmm. because like I don't necessarily know if I want to be posting two different trailers. I don't want to be giving so much away. Yeah, I almost just want to wait till we have an official trailer, and then like really start blasting it, marketing it, figuring that stuff out. We could yeah. use this trailer in the meantime to really start making connections with potential buyers. Um, That's true. With people that <laughs> yeah. are interested in the project still, who may, might still want to partner in it in some capacity for the premieres or anything like that. Yep. That's yeah. a good idea. Yeah. More of a more of a networking type piece. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, do you want to see a little sneak peek of what we're working on? Yeah. It's not publicly available. Mm-hmm. Almost adds a little more kind of like a, a specialness to premiering it in person. Also, like the people there got to see it and that's it. Right. And then, you know, a handful of others will get to kind of witness it along the way. But I agree, especially because we're still like, I'd say at least like six months out from even in-person premieres, let alone online, if we distribute online in some capacity or how we go about doing that. So, yeah, maybe like three months out, we release something. Four or five. Four or five. Yeah. 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 Trailer, trailer. Hopefully. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Make it very profound. Cool. So we'll start cutting that soon then. I want to, I just want to the core of the entire film done before we even start cutting a trailer. Honestly. Yeah. yeah. We could work off of kind of the same template that we did for this one. Yeah. But again, we only scratched the surface on reviewing footage. Yeah. So to be in the depths and trenches of everything that we shot, mm-hmm. I think that's going to just unlock a different side of creativity that we'll be able to express in the trailer, mm-hmm. you know, and I've done zero research on, you know, what, films typically do for making a trailer. Yeah. Um, I know lots of Hollywood films just like make an entire script and plan for the trailer in and of itself and they'll shoot for the trailer and everything. I, I personally have no intention of like wanting to put anything in there that isn't in the movie. Like I think, no. I think it makes way more sense to try to make sure we're true to what the film is going to be because there could be clips in this trailer already that don't even make the final cut, you yeah. know? And so I wouldn't want to 
make anyone bummed about not seeing that scene unfold or whatever For it sure. is, you know? For sure. So. Yeah, I think it'll be nice to have more time to comb through everything, like you said. I mean, it's it's a lot of footage. Mm-hmm. A lot of footage, a lot of interviews in particular, and long interviews as well. So I think just taking our time to comb through everything and finding, I think I'm honestly most excited about like longer form sections in the doc where you get to hear the context around some of the things that people say. Because in this trailer, obviously we use like snippets of what people are using and it's different because you're cutting through a trailer, but allowing each character in the film to have a little more room to breathe, I think will be really fascinating. Uh, It'll just develop Joe as a person Mm -hmm. a lot more. Um, And also adding in supplemental characters as well and other people that we still plan on interviewing, uh, I think will kind of all come together to create a really compelling narrative, very emotional narrative as well. I think in the meantime, we could give ourselves like homework by watching other documentaries. Yeah. And also like watching other doc trailers too, just yeah. to get some ideas. Mm-hmm. Maybe tapping into some VFX stuff for the trailer. You know, a lot of different directions we could go could go, but I really did like the energy of of the one that we just cut. I agree. So something along those lines would be sweet. I think um it would be it's going to be so interesting to make a film without <laughs> the YouTube perspective in mind. Where yeah. it's like, if someone chooses to watch this, they're choosing to watch the whole thing. Yeah. You know, yeah, maybe if it goes to a streaming service, someone will ditch it halfway through. Yeah. But like, they know what they're signing up for. They're like, I'm buckling up for an hour. So that gives me the confidence to let those scenes breathe more, to to build more context and character development in the real world. And I think that's what's going to be most profound and different about any of the other work we've really done before. Yep. Because virtually every other filmmaking endeavor we've had in short film we've made has been short in its, you know, in its character. And with that, you need to truncate so much. You need to cut out so much context. I can't tell you how many times I use audio clips for wedding films, for short films, for even trailers now where I'm like, that's unnecessary commercial work, even the Leica, you know, spot. It's like, okay, that's not ultimately necessary for him to say there, just cut it. Yep. And it'd be really cool to just build all of that context so that by, you know, the climactic, most climactic moment of the film, you're feeling all the emotions of having lived Joe's experience of life as well Yep. in that moment and feeling the weight of, of that. Yep. I actually think that like a trailer, now that you mentioned it was a really good warm up for us to cut this trailer. Cause yep. it, it was a very similar in nature where it has, it's like, Hey, it's three minutes. That's your cap no longer. And you have to tell a really compelling story. Mm-hmm with great visuals, good narration, like make everything as cohesive as possible, but you only get three minutes. Mm-hmm. It's, kind of, it's kind of a fun practice, honestly. It's like the art of culling um, and being able to just be as to the point as you possibly can. Yep. Period. Because I don't need to say any more. To the point, you know? I, th- <clears throat> I think what might be really interesting, though, is our perspective of you know, constantly thinking about retention is that I think we're inevitably and naturally going to bring that into the editing process of a documentary as well. We should. And I think that's what can make it so compelling Mm. because that could be the difference of feeling like this thing is dragging and like, how is it already over? Yeah. And I really want to lean into getting creative with other imagery outside of the things we shot. Yeah. Whether it be handwritten things or just 
creative, really different creative B-roll uh, that supplements what people are saying and the story that's being told. Yeah. We already have a bunch of ideas for that. We already have access to new people and relationships that we've been building over the past year and a half that could contribute it in, in a really significant way. And whether it be motion graphics or other artistry or audio or music, you know, there's all sorts of different avenues we can go. And so when we're in the thick of it and planning as we edit, I think it'll be really cool to explore those options and just play with it a whole lot. It'll be cool. I'm so excited. Yeah, we got to get moving on it, though. <laughs> we, do, we really do. Oh, my goodness. It's, it's a massive undertaking. It's unlike anything any of us have even attempted before. So it's intimidating to start, but I'm ready to, I'm done with the season of, of waiting and I'm yeah. ready to, to take action on all the stuff we've been talking about for, for a long time. And yep. this year is going to be the year of, of acting on ideas and proving, you know, what we have been building. Feels like a great place to end. Great. Love it. Thank you so much for watching and listening to this week's episode of the show. Uh, if you're on YouTube, Maybe uh, subscribe to the channel, like the video, leave a comment down below. And uh, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, any of those streaming services, if you're listening to us on your morning commute, uh, follow the show, rate it, give us five stars. That would be amazing to help push out the show to other people that could benefit from it. That's it. Okay, bye. Okay. Love you. Love you.